Welcome to Shift Your BS Goddess with Shannon, Haley, and Cherie, where we're here to talk about clearing the BS, that's right, belief systems, those self-sabotaging patterns and trapped emotions. We've got you covered, goddesses, to unveil your true self with confidence and joy. Hi, I'm Haley, Master of Hypnotherapy, Timeline Therapy, and Transformation Coach, and the goddess of releasing trapped emotions. I'm Shannon, author of The Intuitive Adventure, and I am the goddess of connecting with your intuition and teaching people to trust themselves. And I'm Cherie, kinesiologist and author, who is the goddess of empowering women to see their worth, to have fun, and to believe in their own self-healing. And we are here to share our own stories, which will empower you to shift your BS and be the beautiful goddess you truly are. All right. Hi, guys. Welcome to this week's podcast. It's called I Am Female. What the fuck? (laughs) Um, And we thought we'd talk about this topic this week. Just for the simple fact that um, we all sort of struggle sometimes to be in our our own female our goddess our goddess sorry yeah our goddess um just for me personally i grew up on a farm so it's been a really interesting um growth and development for me as as i've gotten older uh particularly as you know you're on a farm so you're, you're fixing tractors and you're riding horses and you're um rounding up cattle and you're you know all these type of very masculine masculine things um so um as i've grown up and had children and become a mother and a, you know a partner um, it's been an interesting ride for me to try and find my feminine and be in my feminine more and know that it's okay to own, be my own feminine. your feminine so we thought we to own my feminine that's very true so we thought we'd have this discussion this week and um, see what comes up for us and see what do you guys think as well so let's 100%. do this what do you reckon Shan? <clears throat> I, it's funny, I yeah. um, I grew up with quite a, a strong um, father who, I, I had a really beautiful relationship with him, so, you know, like daddy's little girl, and I was the eldest, so I did sort of sit in that thing of two younger brothers going, if they can do it, I can do it, and I can fucking do it better. Um, so <laughs> I, I inadvertently never really felt as though I was ever less than, and I think dad, I always felt like dad almost treated me a little bit like an equal. I really felt like I was capable, that I could do anything that he could do, I could do as well. Um, and I think it's only as I get into motherhood that I find that there's other stories coming through about family life as to whether I can make good decisions as a mum, do I deflect to my partner? And so I think that's an area there where where as a, and I don't know if it's a female or a mother, I don't know if I can label it or not, but I think it's being able to say I am capable of standing in what I think is right and own it mm. rather than cruise. Mm. And I think yeah, I think that's the feminine that. where we where we do not cruise but I think go with the flow. And and so I think that yeah. go with the flow and for me being a non confrontationalist, <laughs> that's my favourite place to be. <laughs> it's just go with the flow. <laughs> whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you happy, I you know, I'm I'm happy to go with that. But I think in regards to um, I am female, what the fuck, um, I think it's very much being able to own this, I think, in the sense of my children because I think they do see that yeah. sense of, well, what dad says goes. Yeah. And I don't think they see mm. us as equals. And I'm, I'm having to reiterate that a lot to them, that mummy and daddy make decisions together. 
um, and we both have equal partnership and this is a democracy from the parental level, not at the child level. Just the parents. Yeah. <laughs> parents are a Democrat. <laughs> yeah. um, and so... Um, oh, no, I get that. Yeah, get anything that. else in that space for me? No, I think it's... I think I feel like I have stepped into my power. I, I do, like, community meetings. I am, you know, the president of, you know, our, our little theatre group. I can step into my power in a lot of spaces. So I think I feel quite confident that my gender does not necessarily affect what I'm capable of. But I also know that it depends on the person. I know there are some people that I just deflect. Yeah. I don't own it and I am not in my, I guess, in my strength. And yeah. I don't necessarily know if that's male, female, or if that's just, I don't know, you're an experienced chef. What do you think? I'm not a chef. You tell me what you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um I yeah. don't know. I, that's, I guess that's my background. So I feel like it's probably just that relationship parental area that I'm like, that probably needs a zhuzh, that needs a clean so I can I can own the fact that I'm an equal rather than a um, what does daddy want, we'll make sure he's happy and then we'll see what mummy wants. Yeah. And it's such an interesting landscape yeah, to, yeah. to navigate through. Mm. <clears throat> you know, this has come up for me in many areas of my life, times in my life, you know, through, you know, being uh, a wife, being a mother, being a a daughter, being, you know, all of these different things. And when you mentioned, like, when you're at the little theatre and, you know, you're doing the stuff and you're stepping into your power, I'm hearing, well, really, you're stepping into your masculine there. And I just really want to reiterate this um, in this podcast that, you know, we as women, as females, we have both masculine and feminine and so mm-hmm. do men. Mm-hmm. And and so we can step in and out of that whenever we choose. Sometimes we're forced into it and sometimes we choose to step into it. And so when you, um, you know, for example, if I'm, you know, with a client, it's a male client and they might be very masculine, sometimes I even meet quite masculine female clients. I really have to step into my masculine in those, in those times because um, because they need me to lead. Yeah. And when we think about when we if you're just hearing masculine and feminine for the first time, then it might be a little um, you know it might be new, and that's okay because um, that's what we're here about here to do. We're yeah. here to change perspectives. We're here to shift the BS. Shift the BS, and and so you know with the masculine and the feminine we can we can step into either or um you know when we need to Mm. if someone for example um you know is is in there say you know a husband right He, he comes home and he's in his masculine we will quite um naturally gravitate into our feminine um for him um, or not for him, but naturally, naturally, it mm. just naturally occurs. Yeah. Um, you know, I could actually step in from work and still be in my masculine. What that's going to do most, most times is force my husband into feminine. Um, and until I choose to, you know, either step into my feminine or him step into his masculine, we're going to remain in those oppos- op- opposing, um, energies. 
So do you want to explain how you see yeah. stepping into your masculine, like what's an example of what that looks like? So when I'm in therapy, let's for, say, for example, I need to take the lead because masculine is very much about leading. If we think about the way um, a male and a female is made um, on a physiological level, like we are the takers. We're here to take receive. Um, or receive. Yeah. Okay. And the male is there to give, to lead. Yep. And so when we think about the anatomy of our bodies, then it makes sense. Mm. So if we were to look at the dynamics of how that would work in a relationship, you know, for example, well, not even a relationship, let's just say, I don't know, how you do in your housework. So you could be in your masculine or you could be in your feminine when you're doing your, your housework. If you were in your masculine doing your housework, then, you know, you, you might have a list and it might be just... I need to get A, B and C done and you will just tick A, B and C off that list. So it's very methodical because if you think about when we're in masculine or when we think about the masculine people in our lives, they are methodical. And so A, B and C just goes in an order. Mm. Um, If we were in our feminine doing our housework, well, we'll probably go from A to to G to C to F to oh, absolutely, you know, uh, yeah. Like my, my partner will come home if he came home too early. There's the seven different things I've started yeah. that I haven't actually finished yeah. yet. I'm not ready to finish it. I'm halfway through this one and I got over it, and I'm over this one and I'm still working through that. Isn't that cleaning oh, OCD? I just you know, like I started doing my plants and I started doing some potting. Now I'm gonna make something. Oh, my music's playing. Like I'm just you can tell I'm halfway through lots exactly. of different things. I do want to really quickly point out, and this this is I don't know, this is for my benefit possibly more. But when we talk masculine and feminine, this is not gender based. This is about the way you know, it's not because you're male you should be masculine or because you're female you should be feminine. It's no, it's more important. so yeah. pointing out that we I think as a divine being, we are capable of both. Well, we actually had both at the beginning. Yes. You know, uh, we were well. We were yeah. neither neither male or female, and you know, we both had, we both pretty much have a dick and balls, right? It's just you have to explain this for them because I I loved you explaining this earlier. So please, please, just well, just... we ours is internalized, theirs is externalized. Beautiful. You know, when you think um, they only actually mapped out the clit- clitoris. I love that she stumbled just from it. Clitoris, people, own the yes. word. <laughs> clitoris, clitoris, whichever way you want to call it. Um, or even the fact that, actually, we've been calling our vajijis vaginas for I don't know how long when they're actually meant to be called vulvas. Um, so this is another, this is another yeah. new thing that we um, actually, under, you know, we don't know because we were not educated. Um, yeah, our, very taboo. Yeah. So our vagina is actually the where the you know the child actually comes down that canal. That's the vaginal canal. Our actual exterior is called our vulva. Thank you. Um, for you that are welcome. Oh, we're so much. <laughs> oh, I'm Let us know more. Yes, I am female. Hear me roar. Um, and when we say that, I mean the clitoris. This has got some roar about it because they actually only mapped this out in two thousand and five. How crazy, ladies. <laughs> What the fuck? 2005. What the <laughs> fuck? We had Tesla cars. We had electricity. We had fucking... Mobile phones. Mobile phones and MacBooks and... I don't even know if we had dick pics then, but possibly. I would say so. <laughs> 
and they hadn't mapped the clitoris. So when I'm talking mapped it, I mean, like, actually, no, no, it's not just that little button. It is not just a tiny pea-sized button. It is, it is. That a lot of people apparently find yes. it hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that got me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know how many things you guys have seen on the internet, on Facebook and whatever else, and there is so many, particularly men, and um, I, I don't want to be rude here, but particularly men, they have, they don't understand that you don't, the, the baby and the, your urine don't actually come out of the same hole. There's actually two, two Which different Which they places probably only there, discovered right? in the year 2000, you know? really. Like, I mean, it, it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how many times I've seen I, a phallus yeah, thrown I, around and drawn everywhere. 3,000 years ago. You know, whatever. Mm. 7,000 years ago. Uh. Pretty anyway, scary yes, stuff uh, that we, you know, <laughs> it's quite interesting that, you know, they've only discovered these things. Yeah. So I, I do have to admit there has been fertility goddesses around just as long. Mm. So I think we, we have to acknowledge yeah. that this is not a, 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 you know, a history beating exercise or a no. man beating exercise. They've, Absolutely Yeah, not. they've been around for a long time. No. But we are, look, we are learning so much more as we go along. Yes. And isn't that, um, isn't that exciting? Yes. <laughs> Definitively. <laughs> Well, let's be honest. I saw the first ever found and oldest dildo uh, was actually made out of metal and it was from ancient Rome, ancient Greece. Yeah, it was a metal one. So, anyway. You reminded me of the, um, what do they call that? The spectrum or something that they. For your when you have a pap smear. Oh. It's metal and. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, God, it hurts. Oh, that. That yeah, duck like bill thing. Horrible. Whoa. Isn't it? Maybe, that's medieval. If there is ever yeah, a torture device, yeah. that one's medieval. Totally. <laughs> I just feel but like anyway. metal, metal and that area. That area, no. No. They just don't go. No. It's, an, no. it's a no-go. No. It's a no-go. It is a no-go. But all of this is what we're <laughs> we talking about. We digress slightly. Um, mm. it, we, we do digress slightly. But it is important, I think, to remember that it is in, interchangeable to go between you and masculine and feminine. And we do it on a day-to-day mm-hmm. in our work, in our in our relationships and everything. Um, but for me, it's been very interesting, like just particularly of late, coming in and understanding. Like when you go back and you look at your, I don't know, even go back as, your, as far as your childhood. And I had a beautiful childhood growing up. I loved it. But it's just been really interesting to recognize and reflect back over your life as to how many times... Um, I personally myself, it's no criticism on anyone or society, this is not a commentary on that, it's just me, how many times I felt I needed to put my feminine aside um, and embrace more my masculine energy to either fit in or survive yeah. or, you know, you know what I mean, like in that space to feel um, considered or respected, it was more of my masculine energy. But now I'm finding the more that you know, you own your space and you own who you are and you're owning, you know, what you can do. I'm finding that that freedom to be all of me, including my feminine energy, my female energy is, is you know, becoming more natural. Um, and I think it's really important, particularly for those who either are new to this or coming into this or you're just having that massive realisation like, you know, I am, but whatever, um, you know, <laughs> that it's really important to embrace that and know that you are allowed to be everything yeah. in this space because it's Yeah, I think that's the big you know part I mean? of it is like, that we're not saying, yeah, that it's one or the other or, you know, it's being able to own 
the full spectrum of of both sides of it yeah. and go I am allowed to dominate I am allowed to be submissive and I'm allowed to be everywhere in between and I'm allowed to understand that neither one is better than the other yeah. it's just that they bring different aspects no, yeah. of us forward and we all need both in our lives absolutely yeah I think that intuitive energy as well um being in that intuitive which is you know probably yeah. your feminine you go with the flow and that type of thing I'm becoming more and more aware particularly you know as you do more I do more kinesiology yeah. and I'm working on people or I'm helping people with energy and healing or recognizing certain things I'm just finding more of that intuitive space is coming through but there's also a part of me that just goes you know what mm, yeah. Not now. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I shouldn't do this now or I shouldn't, you know what I mean? And that I find that I'm I'm blocking that or you're and stopping I guess in, that. Um, but I'm also like knowing... In, in moments like Sorry? that, Sheree, you know, um, where you're questioning yourself, you know, I, I think that's a really good time to perhaps ask yourself that question. Is this something that's come down the line? The, you know, that... Generational. Pat- that, that patriarchy. It's, uh, yeah. I can't even say it. Yeah. Patriarchy. Patriarchal line, patriarchal, or is this is this me speaking? And I'm I'm gonna I I just there's just something really important in this, um, is that it can be a protective mechanism because I feel like when we talk intuition, there's a lot of things that you do gut instinct, and and as as mothers, there's that part of you that has this you know very young baby in the beginning that you don't know what's wrong, yeah, and you have to intuit. The entire time because you really don't know is it you know i think they're thirsty i think yeah and we're guessing the whole time but i think there is that that bond that helps you intuitively hear what they need so much more but in that instinct i think it is if you talk from a patriarchal line it is very much like and I, I hate to play this by men and women. Just bear with me and just deal with it. I love you. But that sense of the woman knows what she's doing and I trust that she knows how to look after this child. And that generationally, that's sort of the concept is the mother knows better. Mind you, when my husband and I became grandparents, yeah. he was so much better at it than me. Oh, just saying. I, 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 I've, I've seen that. My mum and that's dad are the beautiful. same. I think dad loves being a grandfather and mum sort of goes, how do I look after this child? Yes. I don't know how to do this thing. You know, when Sam had, like, I don't Sam need to anymore. Ill, I can switch this up. He would just take her and, you know, rock her and all of a sudden this screaming baby of two hours was just fast asleep. Yeah. And I just looked at him and went, I don't yeah. even know how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> he was embracing his feminine, right? And he's an intuitive. He's, he's, this is what they need. Yeah. And, and I, so I think there's something about, yeah. and I'm taking a little bit of a step back to where we were before, but just something about when you're talking gut instinct and you're talking intuition, mm. and sometimes you've got to trust it without being able to validate it, that's scary, mm. especially if you're making big decisions, yeah. especially if you have nothing to, to prove what you're, what you're believing, but you're just going, look, it just honestly feels better. Yeah. And, 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 and that's yeah. a scary yeah, space. It yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I, I totally agree. Especially when it's concerning not just you, it's someone else, yeah. it's your child or it's someone who's yeah. sick. You know what I mean? Like it's it's it is scary to rely on your own intuition and rely on those gut instincts. I uh, but I think there is something about and we we were having this conversation earlier today. When when we look at mm. different situations and this I I will try to explain this as best as I can. But when we look at different situations, we have options. We have the option to look at it from the way we see it. 
and then some, you know, like your gut instinct or how you believe it is important. And then sometimes we can be flippy and floppy and try to look at it from other people's perspectives. You know what I mean? So it might be, I don't know, your grandmother that goes, why would you be moving today? Or, you know, why why do you think this is important? Or the people that only half see what we're doing anyway. Yep. And so as a protection mechanism or, you know, a safety thing, sometimes we can try and see it from other people's perspectives so that we feel like we're prepared. Mm. So we feel like we know what we're dealing with. But inadvertently, we're, we're, we're being wishy-washy with who we really are because we know why we're making yep. the decision. Yeah. We know why we're making the choice. And, we're, and generally, I hope, when you make those big decisions, you know that it's the best thing for you when, you, when you've made that decision. But when we start looking around yeah. us for perspective or for feedback validation is when our story gets either cross messages mixed messages or it gets a bit wishy-washy and then we're in that fight or flight mode where you're having to deal with the fact that what you believe is a really good decision you may not be getting back at you so what we're really talking about is self-acceptance yeah yes yes self-acceptance and trusting yourself which is like i don't know that's my thing I fucking love that conversation of how do you how do you make decisions and use your gut instinct and know you can trust your gut because I think that is the biggest that was the biggest thing for my my personal learning lesson was trusting yourself and knowing that even if everyone in front of you is saying yes it's the, this is the best thing mm-hmm. I'm allowed to say no mm. and that that's and, okay and, you know there's yeah. some primal coming through there where you know if you were on your own well you you were prone to lions tigers and bears eating you. Mm, woolly mammoths yes yes you know it was very much it was very much part of our dna to fit in it was very important for us to fit in it's within our very being of survival yeah to fit in because if we are alone that's when Mm. we're vulnerable yeah but i think in this day and age we're starting to realize that what we actually really want to do is belong as ourselves yeah yeah and that was a huge thing. I went to a, a, a thing for uh, adolescents and teenagers on how to cope, you know, with two teenage girls. Um, anyway, so, yeah, they were a big thing. Their biggest thing that they were talking about with the development of the brain, of course, and the hormones and stuff going up and down was their sense and their need, that, that desire, that absolute intrinsic desire to belong, yeah. to fit in, to be accepted. Um, and sometimes, it, particularly, I don't know if, you know, if you have a massive trauma that happens in your life, particularly in that age, sometimes you can get stuck there where that trauma occurs. Um, and sometimes it's really hard to get out of that space. Um, and I don't know about you ladies, but um, I've like talked to quite a few people that, not just women, men as well, who have been stuck in that space and trying to find their own terms and their own boundaries, particularly boundaries, um, about how they can... You know what I mean? Accept themselves and come through that space and and realize that yes, you are in still, like you are allowed to be yourself. Yeah, I think that's that's the biggest part is about the difference between fitting in and belonging is the one of be yourself. And I think that was the biggest thing when we're talking about self acceptance and we're talking about I am female. It's sort of that sense of knowing that you are allowed to be yourself. And wherever that is, like yesterday, I was losing my shit with my kids. That I was, it's okay. (laughs) <laughs> I may have cried. I may have yelled daily. I may have wanted to just jump in and not deal with any of it. But, <laughs> but I think, 
that yeah, too yeah. is okay. And I think that sense of, and I did. I think there was parts I was in my masculine and parts I was in my feminine and parts where I'd just given up on life and wanted to go be at Macca's by myself without anybody. Um, you know, the, <laughs> you're allowed to be wherever you are and accept that. And I think that's, yeah, that's one of the bigger things is that if you are trusting your intuition, if you're, you know, if we are in our feminine, that you are safe to be there and you're allowed to trust yourself in that space. Yeah. So do you believe that? Do I believe that? I, you know, I think, is that relevant? I think the feminine to me is a safe space. I feel like I can, I can go along, go with the flow, which, mm. is, a, which is a very easy space for me to yeah. be in non-confrontationalist they just work together really well um I think for me it's probably stepping into <laughs> my masculine as a mother as a mother and it's funny because I can step into my masculine with you beautiful people not a problem yeah. with yeah. my work not an issue and even with Sean I think I don't have a problem we I can step into that space very easily with it because we we ran businesses together so it's very simple for me to go logic to go a to b you know to um to take charge like a very simple space but with my darling little cherubs for some reason me standing in my masculine feels not safe yeah okay when did you decide that I knew she was going to do this to me. Aren't we healing Cherie? I definitely thought we were healing Cherie today. <laughs> since when were you? Was that a thing? Was that a thing? That was from, do I do it? From my mother-in-law. Okay. That was when I first had, not Aiden, Georgie. When, when I fell pregnant? No. When I announced it? No. When I, when I took on a business and I had a child and I had two children. Okay. Uh, anything useful in that space? I think... For me specifically, it was more so along the lines of I have a baby, who else is going to look after her? And so I have to make sure that she is number one because we have this big job in front of us. So it's survival. It's survival. I think it was just protection of her. Yeah. Yeah. It's your mama bear coming in. Yeah. To protect her. To protect her. Which is okay. Thank you. I love my baby girl. I love both my children. But yeah, but I've done for some reason, yeah. It's just that each yeah. you don't need that anymore. That's she's, she's doing it again, Cherie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just get another wine. I'm sure you've got wine there somewhere. <laughs> Alright, I can release this. <laughs> so for those that don't necessarily work in this space, I'm gonna be fine and at least say when we release things. Uh, there's different ways you can do it one is where you can write it down and burn it so others are just kind of where you almost visualize that you you pick up a a ball of energy I guess and kind of let it go or Or a box box, or or a chest chest or a book yeah yeah whatever works really love to share with you fuck okay yes (laughs) are you gay Oh my God. Sure, let's do this live on a podcast. Right, I don't even I know what's going to gonna happen. Yeah, no, hold, that's great. I want you to hold, <laughs> I'll hold, I'll hold your palms out. And audience, if you've got something that, you know, is there's two things going on for you. Ooh. All right? There's two things yep. going on. So I want you to hold your palms out. Mm-hmm. And in the left palm, mm-hmm. I want you to see that first problem, perhaps you as your mama bear, mm-hmm. wanting to protect your children, mm-hmm. right? And then I've, you've got on the other hand, on the right hand, you've got your, is it sister-in-law? Mm-hmm. And what she wanted 
for you in that in that moment? Oh, my mother-in-law. Yes. Yeah. Mother-in-law. Yeah. Mother-in-law. Yep. Okay. So there, you got them both, and yep. I, I want you to close your eyes and just take it. No. <clears throat> just take a breath. <sighs> I want you to visualize a picture in your right hand of your mother-in-law of what that represents. It could be, you know, it could be war, it could be a square, it could be a black gunky looking thing whatever you choose to visualize and imagine and picture mm-hmm. what that interpretation is just do that yeah it's funny i get like a cityscape okay. but i get like you need to protect your children because okay. cities are scary yeah and, and then i get on the other side can i do that or am i jumping ahead yeah, no that's why we're going. <laughs> I'm, I'm beating her to it right. <laughs> I want you to go over the other side and visualise what the intention was there. Like what, what and I, yeah, I get the cityscapes still, but I get like Mary Poppins. Okay. Like it's kind of like it's safe. We're in London, but it's safe. Right. And I don't have to fear. Okay. Now I want you to think about the highest intention, the highest intention of both of those things. What were they? What was it? Uh, separately or together? Separately. Separately. So highest intention from my mother-in-law on the right-hand side was that there are situations that you can't control and you have to be careful and be worried so that they are protected. Okay. And now your highest intention on the other hand, the left hand, what was its highest intention? That there are things that are beyond our control that we don't have a choice in but I'm not going to plan for them or bring them into my space until they are here. And I don't have to worry about or plan for them. And the right hand's intention? Highest intention? That I'm safe. Yeah. And the left hand's intention? That I'm safe with a little fuck you. <laughs> and I, and if, if, if you haven't noticed by now, they, 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 these two hands are moving closer together, am I right? Sure, no. Yes, they have. <laughs> All right, let's move further. What else is their highest intention? Um, I think that we are all safe, mm-hmm. that we just have the ability to prepare and plan in different methods. Mm-hmm. And my preference is that I don't have to go there until it arrives because mm-hmm. I'm safe. Without planning or preparing, I'm still safe. Yeah. And my baby is safe. And what's the highest intention for being safe? That we are good as we are. Fuck you, she's good. (laughs) What's the highest intention for being as good as you are? What is the highest intention from that? That there's nothing I need to do today to fix anything. Mm -hmm. And just bringing those hands closer again. Is there any other highest intention that these hands need to come together with? No, that I have to forgive my mother-in-law. Okay. (laughs) Do that now. Bye. And just allow those hands to come closer together. (laughs) It's She's like, bring them together. I'm like, yeah, sure, not. (laughs) Only only when you're ready. Okay, good. Only when you're ready. Is there any other highest intentions that need to come through for those hands to come together? No. Food is amazing. I love food. I don't know why that's in there, but yes, anyway. And bringing those hands together, I just want you to close your eyes and bring those up to your heart. Bringing in those two parts of you, those Mm -hmm. two parts of your life that both had the most highest intention for you, for your babies, 
knowing that there's only love and light in this space. Yeah. And you can bring that into your heart now and drink that in and feel that, feel all of your cells, all of your DNA to, well, perhaps even change some, some of that patriarchy that we've carried for so many generations. Yeah. Just taking that in. Taking a nice deep breath in. And out. Letting that integrate. And when you're ready, you can come back to now. If we're going to do a healing session on me every single time, I'm going to hold it against you both. <laughs> I, I love being healed. I don't have a problem with that per se. But fair's fucking fair. There's three of us. I love you both. <laughs> I only went with my intuition. <laughs> I know. I love you. I'm happy to be a guinea pig. Just remember, this will come back and you'll have to just go with your gut of when course. I do it to both of you of at some Of course stage. we will. Cherie, what of did you get out think. of that? Because Cherie did it too. I know. <laughs> Yes, I did. I did. But then I got stuck it into Shannon's and I was like, I'm really intrigued by what oh. comes up. Um, so I sort of okay. half did it. Um, mine was more about following the lines. So I sort of did the same thing with the whole um, mama bear thing. Like, you know, here's, here's me and my kids and here's me when they were growing up and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and on my left hand, I had a beautiful daisy, a beautiful flower. And on my right hand, I had what uh, looked like oh. a black hole. Um, so yeah, that was a bit interesting. interesting. So, um, and then I was, I was following it through and it was it basically from what I could gather from until I stopped cause I got sucked into Shans was, it was really about, um, trusting my own yeah. intuition, trusting my own instincts and trusting that I actually know what the hell I'm doing, even though of it's scary. Of course you do. You need a motherhood Of course you do. That. You're a motherfucking female, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm female. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> I think it's, it's just in, um, yeah, so that was a really yeah, interesting, I think that, that, you know, what's really the biggest takeaway from that when I, you know, have done this for myself and for other people is, you know, that every single soul on this planet has a highest intention and that highest intention is always good. Yeah, I do believe that. I do believe yeah, that. No, I do believe that totally. forgiveness is probably still needed, but I do believe you. <laughs> well, we'll do more work, work on that on another day, hey? <laughs> There's layers, onion girl. There's layers. Layers, layers, What's layers. What's next, my friends? <laughs> layer for layer for layer. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I love no, catching up yeah. with you, lovely ladies. That Me has just too. been delightful and I very much look forward to when I can take you on this journey next week yay (laughs) (laughs) well I hope you guys can join in as well as you were listening um if you're driving or or what have you please try and do that little visualization not while driving um because it's (laughs) no not while driving not obviously do it while you can when you can and you've got your own space and you're not being harassed by anyone or any mini any Mini midgets um that we love um but yeah see tr- see what comes through and then maybe just drop us a line and see what comes through for you guys because we're always so intrigued by how things are visualized yes. or manifest or whatever comes up for you guys and it's really fascinating some of the stories and details oh, that are coming through so if you're wanting to share and we will do them. more talking on masculine um, feminine and all oh there is so much female. in all these spaces this yeah. is divine i yeah. love it oh my goodness <laughs> you're amazing goddesses have a lovely time <laughs> all right bye yes. bye See you later. Bye.